Hello! What's up, everybody? Welcome to Wolf Den Live, episode 100. A regular old episode with nothing special about it. What are you doing, Bob? Playing with the camera because it froze. Oh, great. <laughs> oh, there it is. It's back. Oh, nice. What's up, everybody? Welcome, Welcome to the 100th episode. Thank yeah. you for being here for all 100 thank, episodes. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for always being there with us. Um, it's very hot in here, Will, and I don't know why. It, I think it's my sweater. It's very hot. You might notice something different about what's on screen right now. Yeah. And that would be because right underneath Will, there's the sponsor-only Discord chat. So... That reminds me, I got to pull that up. If you're in, uh, if you're part of our, for, so first of all, if you sponsor us on either YouTube gaming or on Twitch or my personal Twitch channel, that's a little, that's a little loophole you can go through. Um, you get access to the sponsor only discord channel and we're going to put messages from there up on the screen. I can't promise that I'll read them, but they'll be readable for everybody else. You know, I think that kind of defeats the purpose of the sponsor-only Discord. If the whole, well, I guess you can only watch. You, you can only contribute to it if you're a sponsor. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So but you'll you be able to view it. Oh, so you can view it, but you can't react. I just right. did this like ten minutes ago. It was just a, just an idea that I had. Bob, yeah. sweet sweater. Thanks, Adam. Hello, Augustine. Hello, Gabriel. Hello, Lionel, Ark, Shugi, Vincent. Hello, everybody. There's a lot of you. I can't get to all yeah, of you. Yeah. Hello, sorry. anyone and everyone who is here. Join us on our 100th episode. I didn't realize we were wearing special sweaters for our 100th episode. Uh, so, I, he's like mad that, I, that I'm that i wearing it. He's like jealous that I didn't tell I'm him not, I was going to wear it. I'm, I'm a little little bit of, a, you know, being in the loop would be nice. I am. You are wearing a nice, uh, nice shirt, though. I am wearing a nice shirt because I don't know if you know this, but I turned 30 this year. And so now I can actually. It's blocked by the mic, but it says I'm actually in my 30s. And that's an IT Public Store. Yes, you can get this at our T Public Store. Link in the description below. I've been waiting to get this shirt until I turn thirty, so it could be it could be yeah, completely in case accurate. Case of thirty break glass. So, yeah, I'm gonna take this off because it is hot. It is this, hot, and I don't it's know hot why. In our basement for some reason. I don't know why. It's hot in this basement that we're in. Yeah. Uh, so let's get right into it. Yes. First thing we got to talk about is this is the end of the month, and every time it's the end of the month, we talk about the, the coming month. Yes, we come talk about December. Specifically, we talk about the games that will be free for you if you are subscribed to Xbox Live Gold or PlayStation Plus. Yes. Because both, well, last week Microsoft announced it, and today Sony announced their uh, lineup. So, of course, if you are a member of PlayStation Plus or Xbox Live Gold, uh, you get a whole bunch of free games. Uh, we will start, as always, with uh, the PlayStation Plus free games. And these games are free all month long, starting uh, December 5th, the, the first Tuesday of the month. Yes, yes, yes. You ready? Yes. I was uh, contributing to something in the chat. Okay. <laughs> so, on the PlayStation 4, you get Darksiders 2 Definitive Edition. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This really is the worst subtitle in gaming history, you're one yes. of the worst because you play as death. well. There's Revengeance, Revengeance, Revenge. There's, I kind of like Revengeance. There's the official game of the movie from Peter Jackson's King Kong. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, this is the Dark Siders one where you play as Death from the Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse. Um, the Definitive Edition includes all the DLC for it. Um, I hear these games are good. Yeah, I hear they're great. Uh, they were made from a comic book. No. They were made by a comic book artist. Yeah, Joe Matarita. <laughs> uh, I think I, the first one... I don't know if the first one was ever a PlayStation exclusive. Uh, 
PS Plus game, but I know it was a uh, Xbox Live game with gold. Yes. Yes, I remember so, that. Recently. Yes. Well, this year sometime. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people like this. I've never played it. Yeah. So, I, But it looks cool yeah. because it's pretty. Yeah. Also available on PlayStation 4. Kung Fu. I got something. Something happened. What's going on? Fred with the $10 Super Chat because it's a special occasion. Oh, thank oh, you. Thank you so much, Fred. Thank you so much, Fred, as always. Now, I can't promise that we're going to see all of the alerts because yeah. uh, we can't hear them because it's so hot in here. Yeah. Um, also available on PS4 for free this month is uh, Kung Fu Panda Showdown of Legendary Legends. Now, is this... It looks like a Kinect game, but it's not. I know, right? Like, it's I don't, on PlayStation I, 4. Yeah. No idea what this is. Uh, probably trash. Probably. So... Ignore that. Yeah. That's uh, very unfortunate that it's got second billing next to Dark Side. I know. Uh, but on the PS3, you get uh, the Siberia collection, which I think, if this is what I'm thinking of, Siberia used to be like a, a series of games that was like really popular on the PC a couple mm -hmm. years ago. They were like point-and-click adventure games. I'm Googling it on... Oh, yeah. this does not look good. <laughs> oh, yeah, it is. It is what I'm thinking of. Well, all right then. Yeah. Uh, skip right over that. But they were like, like I said, they were really popular from like PC games in like the late '90s. So. Like Mist. Everybody yeah. loves Mist. But so Mist it sounds like a fun game. time yeah. that game. Um, also on the PS3, X Blaze Lost Memories. It's it's X Blaze Lost colon Memories. All right. I feel like that should be X Blaze colon Lost Memories. Yes, but I I'm assume hopefully that's a series and that's why they did that. Yeah. I've never heard of any of these I, games. Yeah, I don't know. I I, I know. Oh, Siberia. this explains. This is a. This is a. Oh yeah, baby. Oh, what is that? Uh, this should not be on screen. Oh oh oh. Yep. Oh. Okay. It's one of them games. Yeah. Fred. Fred. Uh, there's a game for you. It's free on PlayStation Plus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and also, of course, let's not forget the Vita. Um, you get Forma Eight on the Vita, which is also cross by with the PS4, and Wanted Core. Which is only available on the Vita, not cross by on PS4. Wanted Corp. It's corp. pronounced Core. Really? Yeah. Carry on. <laughs> um, and also to um, extended through, I believe, Jan yeah, January second, you get uh, if you have a PSVR, you get Until Dawn: Rush of Blood. Why is there a trailer for Monster Hunter World underneath it? Uh, Monster Hunter World is rapidly approaching release, and you can get a tease of the hunt from December 9th to the 12th exclusively as a PlayStation Plus member. Oh, so if you're a PlayStation Plus member, between the 9th and the 12th, you get access to the Monster Hunter beta. Oh, that's... Well, God, that should be the top billing yeah. right there. That's the best thing to come out of this so far. Lastly, for a limited time, PlayStation Plus members can grab the Smite PlayStation Plus pack for free. Uh, bundle includes 31 skins, 20 god and voice packs, plus the Kepri announcer pack. Okay, so there's a lot of stuff there's this a, month, yeah. but uh, all of the ancillary stuff's the good stuff. The actual yeah, games the actual are games. the bad I mean, stuff, except, except for Darksiders. Except for Darksiders and Siberia, if you're into late 90s point-and-click games. Yeah, if you're, a, if you're a nerd. Yeah, nerd. Um, right. So, uh, eh, I, I give that a, a C-. minus. yeah. Good average. Uh, Xbox. Xbox Live. Games with Gold. Um, as always, Microsoft staggers their releases. 
So for the Xbox One, from all month of December, so December 1st to the 31st, you get, what the hell is the name of this game? Warhammer End Times Vermin, what the hell, how do you pronounce that? Vermin, Vermintide. Vermintide. Warhammer End Times Vermintide. Warhammer is very popular. Know nothing about it aside from their little figures that you paint yourself. And there's like a wide variety of like g different types of games. Yeah. So, so I, I have know. no idea what type of game this is. I don't is. know. Yeah. Uh, I do know what the next game is though. Uh, from December 16th to January 15th is Telltale's Back to the Future 30th Anniversary Edition. Is this the first story-based Telltale game? No. This is the first... This is like two years before Walking Dead. Mm. This is right when they were transitioning to doing bigger profile things. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So there was this. There was Jurassic Park, which sucked. And then they did Walking Dead. <laughs> did you do this? Did you play this? Uh, I did not. It looks really good. And I yeah. saw a little bit of it. I, yeah, it I've seen really a little cool. bit of it. And I'm really interested in it. Um, it was funny because it was on sale last week during the Black Friday Cyber Monday sale. Mm-hmm. And I think it was like five bucks. Oh, my God. And now it's free. <laughs> now it's free. For the month of... December. Uh, what's cool about the 30th anniversary edition, though, is they redid all the voice acting, including getting uh, Tom Wilson, the original Biff Tannen, to play Biff Damn. Tannen. Damn. Now, the guy who played Marty McFly in this sounds legit. Exactly like. Yeah, they, they, got a, they got a sound alike yeah. specifically for it. He's but not Michael like an actual, Fox, actual voice actor. Spoiler alert, Michael J. Fox does make a cameo appearance in the fifth episode. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. So there's that. Of course, if you don't want to play this game because you're lazy, um, IDW released a comic book adaptation of this game really? called Citizen Brown. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. That's separate than, than the book that they had last yeah, year. Yeah, that's separate from okay. the ongoing. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. So there, that's the our Xbox One games. On the Xbox 360, which again is uh, backwards compatible, you can play this on your these games on your Xbox One. Uh, on December 1st, Children of Eden will be free. Which I think you have, don't you? Yes, but for some reason it's on my... Uh, for some reason it's on my Xbox One. Yeah. Yeah. I, it, it was actually in my video this yeah. week. Uh, this this is that some like... It's a Kinect game. So yeah. I am never going to play this. Well, I, it's, I th oh, actually, I did play it when it came out. And it was the best Kinect game that they had so far. It's 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 I'm looking at the, similar to Res. I'm looking at the box art now, and it's it only says that it's better with Connect. Oh, so that okay. doesn't necessarily mean it's a Connect game. It it feels a lot like Res. Yeah, in, in that you're like, like shooting Rez. things. Let's talk about the seven dollars super chat yeah. from Gianni. Hey guys, Gianni here, Francesca here. Also, we just got a switch, and we're wondering what are some of the most essential accessories for the console. Well, my good friend Gianni, I have a whole video about that. I actually have a ton of videos about that. Somebody linked the playlist, the, the yeah. Switch playlist. Uh, most essential accessories? You would say a Pro Controller. Pro Controller, and I think that's the that's the only essential accessory. I would recommend, because I've been debating... Oh, in a case. In a case. I, yeah, in a case. I would recommend, because I've been debating doing this, getting yourself a spare power adapter. Yes. Uh, you can use the Nyko one that we have. Oh, thank you. Yep. I, oh, I, actually, I use my MacBook one. Yeah, because it works, but it doesn't work as especially a dock. if you want to like have it docked and also have it be a travel system. A spare adapter will be good, this way you don't have to rejigger everything. Anyway, time. jigger, rejigger. Anyway, <laughs> this last one is Marlo Briggs, which I have also never heard December of. December fifth from December fifteenth, uh, you can get 
Marlo Briggs and the Mask of Death for free up until December 31st. Two homes in the chat says Super Bomberman R, meaning that's an essential <laughs> yeah. for the Switch. Uh, Mar- I'm, I think I'm going to play Marlo Briggs just because it looks silly. <laughs> <laughs> Is it a beat-em-up? I think it's like some lame-ass third-person action game. Oh, God. So, really, the only great thing I see here is Back to the Future. Back to the Future. Maybe but so- that's only really because I like Back to the Future. Yeah. So, of these, of, of PlayStation versus Microsoft or Sony, uh, yeah, PlayStation versus uh, Xbox, I'd say it's pretty much a tie. They're yeah. both pretty lackluster this, this month. I'd say so. But I will say I'm probably more likely going to play Back to the Future than any of the other games. They really just don't care. When they get close to the holidays, they like, they like yeah, throttle they back a little bit. Yeah. Well, because they know that you're going to buy it anyway. Yeah. They're not trying to in- incentivize it anymore. Yeah. It's kind of sad. I think when PlayStation Plus free games first started, it was around the holidays, and they, they went nuts. Maybe. Like, I think Rocket League was, was around the holidays. I thought that was, like, May. I don't know anything. May, yeah. I don't know anything. But, yeah, there you go. Those are all the games that are available in the month of December for free if you are subscribed to PlayStation Plus or Xbox Live Gold. Go out and get them. Yeah, go get them. Don't forget, because they're free. Yeah. You have, you probably have at least PlayStation Plus or Xbox Live, and these games are freaking mm-hmm. free, and you're going to forget, and you're missing out and these on These games, games are, you know, as long as you're still a member of PlayStation Plus and Xbox Live Gold, you can play these games, you know? So do that. Tommy Rojas says, Bob will recommend Pro Controller, and Tommy Rojas would be right. Hmm. A lot of people are recommending games. They didn't ask for that. They, uh, they didn't ask for that. Uh, I'm moving on here. All right. We got ourselves here. So, oh, we have to talk about how Black Friday happened. Yes. I went out and bought stuff. You bought a TV. I bought a television. Well, we talked about that already. Yes. Uh, did you buy anything else? I bought, I downloaded, uh, Wolfenstein 2, the new Colossus for my PS4. Nice. That I'm going to play tomorrow on my nice big ass 4K TV. Um, I also bought, uh, Telltale's Batman Season 2 for my Xbox One. Because I played the first one on my Xbox One. And I bought Tomb Raider Underworld for the 360 because it was $3. And it's, you know, it's like I can play it on my Xbox One. Nice. Yeah. I made a whole video about how I bought an Xbox. So I also bought a, I got coffee everywhere somehow. I also bought a soundbar, a cheap $50 soundbar to go with my TV. $50? Which, yeah. That was a nice soundbar. Thanks. It was Vizio. Oh, there you go. Uh, also, Vizio. All right. So I used to give Vizio a bad rap. Yes. Say it was a cheap Chinese like piece of garbage TV company. But my friend got a Vizio the other day. It's a damn nice TV. Right? They make and it's good cheap. stuff. The cheapo, damn nice TV. By the way, I got new sound. It looked better than the other ones that I saw. I got new sound, uh, sound bar mounting brackets that will hopefully go over the little bump on the back. Oh, nice. So I need to come over and you help need to come over and help me do that, yeah. <laughs> you got it. It's a three-man job. You yeah. need one person to be able to pick up the TV and one person to unplug it. Or, man or woman. Man Don't or woman, right, because my wife helped. Don't discriminate, okay? Um. Yeah, I got an Xbox. You can see that. Uh, but well, other people got a lot of other things. Yes, there's. Uh, but of anybody, of all of the things that they sold, because there's there's more than just electronics. Yes, people were selling crock pots. I think a crock pot yes. was one of the first, one of the number one ones on Amazon. Mm-hmm. But the number one product, period, on Black Friday, sold on Black Friday, was the Nintendo Switch. That's incredible. Uh, businessinsider.com says the Nintendo Switch was the hottest product on Black Friday and Cyber Monday and it wasn't even on sale. 
Uh, Nintendo Switch game console was number one best-selling product online on Thanksgiving, Black Friday, and Cyber Monday, according to Adobe analysts. Nintendo dominated online sales on Black Friday and Cyber Monday thanks to the company's wildly popular Switch game console. Jeffrey's analyst, Atul foreign name, said <laughs> in a note to clients, the Switch was the best-selling product online across all product categories among online retailers on Thanksgiving, Black Friday, and Cyber Monday, according to Adobe's Digital Insights Initiatives. Nintendo offered no discounts during this time, although the console was already priced below $300. What they're not saying is that a lot of the games were on sale. Yeah. Like uh, Bomberman R. 1-2-Switch. Everybody's favorite, 1-2-Switch. I couldn't find 1-2-Switch. I found plenty of Bomberman R. (laughs) (laughs) Um... And I couldn't find Mario Plus Rabbids, which is only on sale at Walmart. Nintendo saw record sales in the Switch's launch month. The new console has also had several successful games such as Zelda, Mario Kart, Splatoon 2, and Super Mario Odyssey, Goyle said. Even we had not expected such a record-breaking streak, Goyle wrote in a note. This strong sales is going to create a robust installed base. A robust install base. Why they said install the base, which is where games software will monetize over the next five to seven years. Geez, Nintendo Switch has performed better than any other competitor in its first few months. Goyle said. Rival Sony announced the PlayStation had its best Black Friday, with the most sales in the console's 22-year history. This year, I thought that was I thought that was when it launched. All right. Well, Goyle, no, it probably did better than when it launched. Yeah. Goyle noted that unlike Nintendo, Sony offered steep discounts on its consoles. The one terabyte PS4 was priced down to $199 from $299, which is a damn good deal. And the PS4 Pro was priced at $350 from $399. Even though the PS4 is breaking company records, it was not enough to make it to on top of the charts with Nintendo. Goyle predicts that the Switch's popularity will not slow down anytime soon. Nintendo's stock is trading at $414.50. Yeah, baby. And is up 800, uh, I'm sorry, 88.85% for the year. That is according to businessinsider.com. Will. Yes, Bob. Nintendo is doing so good. How good are they doing? That, first of all, we've already talked about how Nintendo is now a bigger company than Sony. Period. Period. That means across all categories. Across everything that Nintendo does. Mm-hmm. I mean, across everything that Sony does, Nintendo is a bigger company than Sony. Mm-hmm. And Sony owns a theater over here. Sony owns a lot. They do, yeah. yeah there's the television in this room somewhere that is our basement, of course, is mm-hmm. a Sony. Uh, make computers. Make computers. They, they have they Spider-Man. Cameras and camcorders. <laughs> they have Spider-Man. Um, um, but... Yet, Nintendo's bigger. Yes. And people were raving about how well Sony was doing the last couple of years. Every Black Friday, they sell a lot of PlayStation. Yeah. They're also, the PlayStation sells very well. Um, now here's Nintendo coming out of nowhere. Everybody talk about how they're doing, Nintendo's doing so bad, the Wii U's so bad, everything's so bad. Now here they are, absolutely dominating. Yeah, it's incredible. It's incredible. It's crazy. Yeah. And uh, this is, it's only going to get better than this. Because... Mm-hmm. People still don't have switches. It's yeah. just going to snowball. Uh, I will uh, piggyback off your thing. Uh, IGN had a list of the 10 best-selling games on Black Friday and the 10 ah. best-selling 
uh, Blu-rays on Black Friday. Um, this is according to deals through their site and just the gathering from there. But I think it's a good indication of, you know, what people are buying on Black Friday. All right. So the games, the top 10 games from least to most, uh, worst to best, I mean. So, uh, so number 10, Assassin's Creed Origins, uh, Call of Duty World War II, uh, Breath of the Wild, Destiny 2, South Park, Prey, Dishonored 2, The Evil Within 2, Shadow of War, and Wolfenstein 2. Wolfenstein 2 is the mm. best-selling game on Black Friday. Number one best-selling? Yes. Oh, so that was from... 10 to 1. Oh, yeah. Do it again. <laughs> Assassin's Creed Origins, number right. 10. I, I, was th I was thinking the other way around. Yeah. Uh, Call of Duty World War II. Wow. Yeah. Wow, okay. Breath of the Wild. that was cheap. Yeah. I bought it. Breath of the Wild, okay. Breath of the Wild. Uh, Destiny 2. Okay. Wow, that'd be Call of Duty? Yeah. Jesus Christ. South Park. Okay. Prey. That was cheap. That's weird. That okay. was very that cheap. That has to be yeah. very cheap to, to make I it. I almost got it, but I wanted Wolfenstein more. Yeah. Uh, Dishonored 2, which came out last year. Gee, that must have been cheap also. Yeah. Evil Within 2. That's weird. That's a weird one. Shadow of War. Okay. And Wolfenstein 2. That's so weird. Yeah. That's so weird. But I know it's really weird, especially because nobody buys single-player narrative-based linear <laughs> games anymore. <laughs> Wow, we have more stories on that too. Yeah, we do. Uh, someone in the chat said Nintendo's back, baby. She she have. Said yeah. Nintendo's back, baby. Nintendo is back. He didn't say baby. I'm adding baby. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Uh, Sarah uh, says Mario Plus Rabbids was on sale on the eShop last I looked. Ah, uh, no, it wasn't yeah. because I bought it off the eShop. Unless I missed the sale. I should note that it does say Wolfenstein 2 just narrowly edged out Shadow of War. But I think the fact that it came in number one. Yeah, it's a clear indication. That's crazy. Yeah, that that I didn't know it was that popular. Yeah, Shadow of War I can understand a little bit, but still being number two is crazy. Yeah. Honorable mentions include uh, Uncharted Four, uh, Dishonored, Death of the Outsider, which is like some bonus game they put out. It's their Uncharted Lost Legacy, basically. Uh, Injustice Two and Bloodborne. Wow. Yeah. Uh, a lot. A lot of those are single player narrative games. I know. Uh, a lot of them. <laughs> Movies, uh, again, 10 to 1. Number 10, Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice. It's too high. Uh, number 9, Logan. Number 8, Baby Driver, which I still haven't seen. The cover art is beautiful for that. I saw it. Yeah. Uh, and it was on sale at Target. Uh, the, the Punisher's not on there. Oh, he's not on the cover? He's not on the cover. Oh, he's the wow. only one missing from the cover. Interesting. I was very disappointed about that. Uh, number 7, Harry Potter, the complete 8 film collection. Uh, number six, John Wick Chapter Two. Uh, number five, Guardians of the Galaxy Two. Number four, War for the Planet of the Apes. Number three, The Lord of the Rings trilogy. Number two, Bob's favorite movie, Wonder Woman. Yeah. Number one, Bob's actual favorite movie, Spider-Man: Homecoming. Wow. Yeah. Th that movie is really freaking good. Yes. That might be the best Marvel movie. Uh, still, still st I got I to rewatch Winter Soldier. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, Lord of the Rings is surprising because that's like a 10-year-old movie at this point. Yeah, we older. love Star Wars. I think because Lord of the Rings is on sale. Like, they, there was a really... Was there no Star Wars on that list? No Star Wars on that list. Wow. The honorable mentions Step for this... up. Honorable mentions for this list was the John Wick 1. Ooh. 
uh, Deadpool, and Planet Earth 2. Okay. Planet Earth is a great one if you need to test out your new 4K TV. Yeah. I would recommend that. Yeah. So there you go. I like to thank Meowsies and the Flying Donut for subscribing on Twitch. Uh, we must have missed it because we can't hear very well yeah. over our uh, over how hot it is in here. Uh, thank you, Carlos, for congratulating us on 100 episodes. Thank you, guys. Yeah, we wouldn't be here without you guys. So, Tommy Rojas says, Yeah, I bought that! It was a huge discount at Best Buy! <laughs> and I have no idea what he's talking about. Uh, Tom says, Who's getting Xenoblade 2? And what are you looking for? A lot of people are asking me about Xenoblade. Yeah. I'm not getting Xenoblade. You're not. I, I don't know why I would. Yeah, it doesn't seem like a game either of us would be interested yeah, in. Yeah, no, it's not. It's a, you know, it's a JRPG. Yeah. Uh, Thongmaster says, Bob, stop making fap noises, am I? All right, let's talk about single-player narrative games. Okay. Specifically uh, EA. Yeah, EA. Their opinion. This, this article is from VG247. Hear enough from VG twenty four seven. Oh, we should start going to them more. I think we will. EA Visceral Star Wars game canned because players don't like linear games as much as they used to, and that should be in quotes, but it's not in this article for some reason. Right. Uh, EA talk shutting down Visceral Games and Star Wars Project once again. We're now a good few weeks removed from Electronic Arts shutting down Dead Space developer Visceral Games and effective effectively canceling their star wars project with the game now significantly shifting direction and passing along to another developer but the company is still explaining its thinking the last expansion the last ex explanation Latest. comes from a talk during the credit suzy technology and media and telecom conference okay i've never heard of that before spotted by jewel shockers where ea cfo blake jorgensen spoke on why the company made the difficult decision. This is a quote. As we kept reviewing the game, it continued to look like a much more linear game, which people don't like as much today as they did five years ago or 10 years ago, Jorgensen said. So you remember when we talked about this like a few, like maybe yes. a week or two ago? And they were making And people were defending it. They were making it, like, because EA and Visceral and people who used to work at Visceral were making it explicitly clear that the reason why it was canceled was because it was a development nightmare. They were having a lot of technical problems, a lot of like interpersonal problems, leadership problems, and just, you know, the team couldn't come together to make a game. It it's I don't know I don't understand what happened. I don't because a lot of people in our chat were trying to tell us that it was it, it it was that wasn't the case. Yeah, uh, that that that, there that was, this wasn't the case. There was that, that Kotaku article that basically said this game should have been canceled like a year ago. And a lot of well, the Kotaku article had a lot of insider information right. about it. Also, uh, IGN. A lot of people at IGN when the news immediately broke that the Visceral was canned. A lot of people at IGN were like, "I know people there. This game was going to be garbage." Yeah. Um, why were they all saying that when? It, this it just clearly wasn't true i feel well it's not that it wasn't true you think it could be both yes okay i feel like they they were trying to initially downplay the whole people don't play single player games anymore or right. linear they, single player they were shifting anymore. more they, they were trying to lean on right. the fact that it was going to be a bad game because yeah 
because that's what they want their games to be now. Because they look at, you know, games like Shadow of War. Even Evil Within 2 is open world now. So, like, if that's the way their games, all games are going, then EA has to follow suit. I saw an article today that said uh, the Evil Within 2, the Evil Within 2 uh, is hard. The Evil Within 2's open world makes it truly horrifying or something. Like, Like, meaning that, like... It it, it it makes it better that it's open world. And I was like, that is such PR, like, like vomit. Yeah. You know, like, I say this all the time. Not every game needs to be open world. We don't need open world games. Right. Sit, look at Mario Odyssey. Those little tiny sandboxes. Perfect. Yeah. A lot of people will argue that going bigger, like, was a detriment to the Batman games. Yeah. So. Going bigger is a detriment to a lot of things. Fallout yeah. 4, massive, bigger than Skyrim. There's nothing between everything. Oh, I think that's uh, what is that a sponsor? Uh, New sponsor, Robert Sanders. Thank you for the sponsor. Yeah, thank you for sponsoring us. Make sure you go to Discord so you can write stupid stuff yeah. on screen. Um, welcome to the Wolf Den. Is that yeah. what we say here? Yeah, I guess so. So, yeah, I'm. Uh, I mean, it's just I, it's, it's bad overall. It was it was one thing that they said about the closing of visceral there was something that there was like a little thing and i was like i was really holding on to it i was like this little part at the end right here is 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 i don't buy this it's like this this is bad this means bad things yeah i'm gonna read are you pulling up the the article i'm gonna read the rest of this article yeah jorgensen went on to say visceral star wars game uh was aiming too big aiming to do big sorry Revolutionary things, but ultimately the roadmap for the project didn't look financially viable for the future, which was why it had to end. Quote, it was an economic decision at the end of the day, Jorgensen concludes. Why would he say this? This statement goes along with aspects of what the company was has previously said about the closure. EA EVP, which I don't know what the hell that is. Executive Vice President. I think you will. <laughs> Patrick Soderlund. Originally wrote that the closure was due to quote fundamental shifts in the marketplace. Well, yeah, that's what. Yeah, yeah, that that makes sense. EA. Oh, and then it says which tracks. EA is currently trying to help those developers who lost jobs as part of the change to find new roles either inside of or outside EA. But Jorgensen again reaffirmed today that they would be layoff. There would be layoffs as part of the process. Excellent reporting has all but confirmed uh, that Visceral Games, Visceral Star Wars game was in trouble from the very start, but EA is now also trying to figure out what, if any, of Visceral's work could be rescued and put on a new project. And there's more, but I'm not going to read it. Uh, this, is, this is a quote from a Visceral employee after the game was after a visceral shutdown i think ea gave us too much leeway if anything ea should have probably canceled this project earlier i think peter sorderlin and them were too nice and gave us too many opportunities Uh, another another former member honestly this was a mercy killing it had nothing to do with whether it was going to be single player i don't think it had anything to do with that that game never could have been good and come out this is from the kotaku article about the collapse of this right well i'm talking about the the one immediately the, the, i pulled it up oh oh immediately the original one not that kotaku wrote a very good piece yeah like talking to people from visceral and stuff mm-hmm. oh 
I got it. In its current form, it was shaping up to be a story-based linear adventure game. Throughout the development process, we have been testing the game concepts with players, listening to the feedback about what and how they want to play, and closely tracking fundamental shifts in the marketplace. It has become clear that to deliver an experience that players will want to come back to and enjoy for a long time to come, we needed to pivot the design. That right there, that exactly what you said. Yeah. Those last couple sentences in in the quote. Who's who? Soderlund. Uh, those last couple sentences right there. Yeah, that is what tipped me off that they they were trying to get away from narrative games, single player narrative games. Yeah, and it's it's absolute garbage that he's saying now that Jorgensen is saying now. Uh, where's that quote? Uh, it looked like it was going to be a much more linear game, which people don't like as much today as they did five years ago or ten years ago. Yeah, that's that's insane. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure he has some sort of hard data on it, but like, is it? It doesn't mean that there's no place in the market for it. As absolutely you, not. Do you still have all the best selling uh, Black Friday games? Uh, I'll pull that up again. Did you put in the keep it all? Uh, no, because I'm an idiot. Okay, well, you could just pull it up. I want to know how many of those are single-player narrative games. Or, like, primarily single-player narrative games. Because most... It sounded like most of them were. A good deal of them. Uh, now it's got to look. For the number 10 was Call of Duty, which is ridiculous. Number that, 9 was Call of Duty. Oh. Well, that's that's a multiplayer game. Right. I, would, I would put that in the camp of well, a multiplayer game. You had Assassin's Creed, Breath of the Wild... Uh, which were open world. So these are the top 10 Black yeah. Friday games that were single-player right. narrative. Prey is single-player. Yes. Wolfenstein 2 is, was like, its whole thing was banking on it being single-player only. Right. Which it is. Uh, Evil Within 2 is open world, but it's still single-player. Yes. Uh, Dishonored 2, it, um, it's a stealth game, so there's like big places to explore, but it's still single-player narrative-driven. Right. Uh, South Park is very narrative-heavy. Uh... Destiny Two is open world. I would, I would I mean, bump that in with multiplayer. Yeah, I, I would. I would disregard that one. Uh, and then you know the honorable mentions. You had Uncharted Four. Well, how many of the top ten were single player? Primarily single player. Primarily single player. Yeah. Assassin's Creed, Zelda, South Park, Prey, Dishonored, Evil Within, and Wolfenstein. That's seven. 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 Seven out of ten. Were were single player. Now he does mention like specifically linear, like yeah. not open world. So okay. Assassin's Creed is open world, Breath of the Wild is open world, South Park is open world. Uh, I don't know about Prey or Dis like Dishonored. The first one wasn't very open world. Right. It had sandboxes. It wasn't. Uh, open world. The second one's not. Yeah. Or it's got it's, it's sandboxes. Yeah. But but it it's. And I'm pretty sure Prey is similar to that. Yeah. Uh, and then the honorable mentions Uncharted Four. Uh, Dishonored, death, death of the Outsider, Injustice, Fighting Game, <laughs> and Bloodborne. This is complete nonsense. Yeah, coming out coming out of EA's mouth. I, I I get it that I get it that the multiplayer games are making them more money. Right, but don't well, don't say these egregious things. Yeah, don't <laughs> lie to us. Yeah, don't don't say that there's no merit. Like people want a narrative Star Wars game, yeah. especially now. Especially right now that Star Wars is a big deal and we, yeah. need, we need canon stories. We're like starving for canon yeah. stories. Uh, did you also hear why they initially didn't go, like the loot boxes weren't 
cosmetic why they put things like weapons and star cards and characters in the loot boxes because i heard that uh they didn't want to make the uh the aesthetics they didn't want to mess with the canon yeah yeah that doesn't make any sense that's because you're sitting here with darth maul fighting freaking uh uh ray ray yeah like it doesn't make any sense you've already yeah you you can find ways to you know bring in cosmetic changes to star wars and still have it look good within the context of Star Wars. I get it. Disney is very protective of this property. You know, they they probably they're probably really hard to deal with. But at the same time, I'm sure you could have worked with Disney and Lucasfilm to like get something going. There's a ton of unique clone troopers. There's a ton. A ton. Do you know how many different types of stormtroopers there are? Yeah, there's a there's a ton. It's, and and I mean, I know that they're all supposed to be like relatively the same. It's yeah. supposed to be like like the Third Reich or whatever. Yeah. But um. Yeah, you could have done something. But even something. still, if you're playing as the good guys, as the rebels, in the last game, you can customize your character. You can be different species. Yep. You can get different patches for your suits and stuff. And again, if you're playing in the multiplayer, what does it matter? Yeah. You've got all these ridiculous things happening around yeah. you. Um, but it's alright, because I didn't put this to keep. I just found it, actually. Uh, the month-long slide in Electronic Arts stock price, uh, which mainstream financial press has attributed to Star Wars Battlefront 2 loot box controversy has caught the company's attention and is likely to spur changes to EA's microtransaction approach. So yeah, their stock is taking a hit because of all this. Good. Uh, I think it should. Yeah. I'm hoping that... Uh, I mean, it seems like they're they're pretty unwavering in that uh, they're yeah. not going to be any single-player games anytime soon. Which is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. That's is, that is very ridiculous. Uh, Fat White Guy says, in all caps, Switch could outsell the Vita this year. <laughs> I think it already did. Thomas says EA likes its games like it likes its women, multiplayer and pay to win. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Uh, uh, Ray says, Bob, what developer slash publisher would you like to see have the Star Wars license? Visceral. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, huh. Bethesda, maybe? Naughty Dog. Yeah, but then it'd be Sony exclusive. That's fine by me. <laughs> not necessarily though. Yeah, they're not. They're not Sony or Naughty. No, well, Naughty Dog is like they're. They're. I don't know if they're. No, like they're entirely owned by Sony. First, are they? Yeah. Insomniac's the one that's not. Ah, okay. Insomniac would not be bad. No. Yeah. No, they'd be good. Be pretty good. Um. Oh, I just had one. Sonic Team. <laughs> 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 that reminds me i gotta send you the zero punctuation review of sonic forces all right you would love it <laughs> uh oh crap i just had it oh i was gonna say because right now square enix is supposed to be doing two marvel games mm-hmm. if they can pull those off just give it to them it's true yeah oh yeah like, their last few games like western square enix has been oh yeah really somniac is making a spider-man game somniac's making spider-man uh right now the guys who did tomb raider are doing i think the avengers all right. So, yeah, if, they, if if Insomniac pulls off Spider-Man, which I think they will. Yeah. Give them give them a, a single player narrative Star Wars game. Yes. And that would be it can, awesome. Yeah. Uh okay. Oh, Rockstar. Yeah. Uh Shugi says Rockstar. That would be awesome. I think we talked about it last week. 
that would take five or six years yeah. to make. But it would be awesome. It would. <laughs> uh, Wildcat on three, sign the petition to take Star Wars away from EA. You know, I'll be honest with you. I wouldn't be surprised if one more screw up or even like not even one more screw up. I think Disney's going to take their toys back. Yeah. I think this was really bad for them. They should just make their own publisher and call it LucasArts. They should. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like Disney's going to start making games again. Because I've, I've read somewhere like they'll, they'll go in waves of like being like, oh, we're not going to make games anymore. We're just going to license them. And then they start making games again. And then yeah, because they have problems like this happen. Yeah. But it takes a while to go through the I saw of Polygon is doing this weird thing of like the 500 best games of all time, which is a lot of games. And Split Second was on that, ga- was on that list. I'm gonna buy that game because that was a Disney published game. That game was great. That was uh, that was the race- similar to Burnout. Yes, that was the racing game where everything blows up around you. you yeah, have to escape burning buildings. Uh, one more little uh, Nintendo news, and then I want to talk about the Avengers trailer. Mm-hmm. Oh, we got some other thing. We got a lot. I'm gonna blast through this Nintendo yeah. news, um, but I want to pull it up on screen if I can. Uh, Nintendo is they have a cereal apparently yes and uh you might be able to get some uh amiibos by purchasing the cereal yeah nintendo to start off this is from ars technica nintendo to start offering in game power-ups via cereal boxes um and at first when i saw this i was like this is dumb and that's very clearly a doctored image right there because uh-huh. super mario cereal that's dumb but uh apparently there's an update and it says the reported Super Mario cereal is now showing up in Target inventory checks. Ooh. And an image of the back of the box has appeared on Reddit showing the Amiibo sticker that, you quote, you can use to unlock special content to power up your Super Mario Odyssey adventure. While there's still no official announcement for Nintendo or Kellogg's, at this point, we're as close to confirmed as a rumor gets. So, so uh I I'm gonna buy it. Obviously, I don't know what the hell it's gonna do. It'll probably just uh, it'll probably just give you like all any amiibo in the game will give you um, a heart. Yeah. At any point, uh, so it'll probably just give you a heart. Yeah, there's the back of the box right there. Yeah. Get ready to get out of here. Uh, it says every Super Mario cereal box is an amiibo you can use to unlock special content to power up your Super Mario adventure. There it is. So you literally scan the back of your box, and while you do it, pour all of the cereal everywhere on the floor, because you're an idiot. <laughs> all right. We plowed through that. Let's talk about the Avengers trailer. Okay. Uh, it was good. It was very good. All right, moving on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. You saw, uh, They called it a teaser. Not a teaser. No. It was almost that, three minutes that was a tra- Yeah, that was a full trailer. Yeah. The teaser for the trailer was a bunch of fans reacting to older... Avengers trailers. Was were they all emotional? Yeah, it was like, oh my god, there's Rocket. Oh my god, poor babies. Yeah, and this is the first time we see uh, at the very end of the trailer. This is the first time we see the Guardians of the Galaxy finally make first contact. Yeah, with, with any of the Avengers. Yeah, uh, um, I'm a little disappointed it was in a trailer and not in in a movie. I was I was gonna say now a few months ago I think it was at. San Diego Comic-Con or D23, they showed the press and the people who were there a trailer for Infinity War. And, like, there were detailed breakdowns of, like, what happened in the trailer. And oh. they described that scene of Thor interacting with the Guardians. Um, this is completely different from, from what they really? got. Yeah. And according to the people who've seen both, this was better. Did he not have an eye patch? Yeah, no, he didn't have an eye patch. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Spoiler alert. 
I hear he's getting. I mean, yeah, let's, I'm spoiling Thor. Yeah. So cl- cover your ears for like ten seconds. I heard he's getting his eye patch back for Guardians of the Galaxy. I mean, he's getting his eye back. I, I believe it. That doesn't surprise That's me. That's dumb. That's. I think we talked about this already yeah. on the show. Actually, I think you told me. <laughs> well, I I was theorizing. That's dumb. Yeah. Um. But yeah, we see all the characters. We see Spider Man in the Iron Spider suit, which uh, doesn't make any sense. Well, I mean, it could. If you think about it, I mean, Thanos is landing on Earth, so. Yeah, there has like, to have been something that yeah, gives him the suit. he's probably like, Mr. Stark, uh, I think I can use that suit now. And he's like, all right, kid. I want to know what kind of like weird-ass sweatshirt Tony Stark's wearing. He's got like that big puffy hoodie. It kind of looks like those ones you get at Hot Topic that make you zip all the way up and makes you look like Iron Man. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Maybe he's wearing that. Yeah. That would sell a lot of those. Um. Yeah, there's not, honestly, there's nothing really else uh, that's that that's that like uh, noteworthy in it, except that we see Solid Snake, Solid Snakes. In yeah, it. Solid Snake Snake. In I'm it. sorry, um, Venom Snake, Venom Snake, Captain America, all of those guys. Um, I think it's just it's just the fact that like this is everything that Marvel has been building towards. This is every single one of their properties coming together into one movie. This is a big finally deal. after t- ten years. We like we're hitting like what they've been working towards. What's the what's the record for the most ticket sales in a movie right now? Is it Star Wars? I think so. Uh, I think this could do it. I think this could dethrone Star Wars. Yeah. yeah. Well, you're talking about ticket sales or like with box office? Box office. Oh, box office. Uh, I'm sorry. Why is that different? Because just because because I'll put it to you this way: more people saw Batman '89 in theaters than they did The Dark Knight, and The Dark Knight made more money. Because back then tickets cost less. Uh, oh, so so tickets sold and box office dollars. Right. Is different. Okay. Nobody cares okay. about tickets sold. They care about box office. Okay. Right now, Titanic. It's like no, it's Avatar, then Titanic, then The Force Awakens. Avatar because it was 3D and it cost more for a ticket. Yeah. Okay. I when I bought Star Wars tickets, thirty seven dollars a piece for Last Jedi. Yeah. Because you got the IMAX. Yeah. Bullshit. Yeah. It was dumb. And yeah. don't do that. Yeah. Regular ass theater. That's why I wish I did that. I, I panicked. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, if all goes well, like this, this will probably do it. Because this is, yeah, like I said. Do you think, uh, do you think uh, Captain America is going to be in Black Panther? Maybe. Because he was with Black Panther. Yeah. Well, Bucky might be in Black Panther. Because the mm. way it ends, uh, Civil War. Ends. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. All right, so I think I think Captain America will have something to do at the end of. Yeah, Black absolutely. Um, yeah, Thanos finally lands on Earth. Everybody's like, he looks weird without his hat. <laughs> yeah, which he kind of does. Simone sticks his Ant Man isn't in it. How do you know? Or well, wasn't in the trailer. I think that's, how that's you know? what he means. How you know? Oh, it's true. How do you know? He could he could be a little tiny guy. Hawkeye wasn't in the trailer. Actually, he's so adamant about that that he said it twice in the chat. <laughs> Hawkeye wasn't in the trailer. Which I think is a bigger deal because Hawkeye's been around longer. Right. Uh, Tommy Rojas says, it makes plenty of sense. I actually think Tony calls up Peter. There you go. To give him the thing. Alright. Oh, it's going to be good. When yeah. is this? When are we seeing this? Uh, May? May? Yeah. Do you have any other news related to Marvel. Uh, we. I don't. I saw you had to keep uh, their editor in chief pretended he was a Japanese man for a while. Yes. Yeah. Let's talk about that. Uh, I follow this guy on Twitter. 
CB Sobleski. CB Sobleski. Yes. Yeah, I, I'm glad you said it because <laughs> I didn't know. So uh, according to io9, Marvel's new editor-in-chief just admitted that he used a pseudonym years ago to pretend to be Japanese. Now, I read this article. I'm not going to read the whole thing. Okay. But he went under the pseudonym Akira Yoshida. Yes. Which is just the, the most like blatantly Japanese name you could possibly yeah. do. To write... To, to, to write comics. Comics, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, and, and, well, and the article says, uh, spend months writing for Marvel as Akira Yoshida, a Japanese man. Sobleski, and it says Sobleski is not Japanese. Here's, here's where we need to specify. He, wa he was an editor, like a regular editor back in the day at Marvel. Yes. Marvel had a policy in place where like editors couldn't write the books. They just had to be editors. He created Akira Yoshida... So he can write comics that he was also editing. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Like he he and he actually created this apparently to uh to write for other publishers too. Yeah. He 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 was submitting stuff to IDW and like other places. Right. And Marvel liked Akira Yoshida's stuff so much that they that they hired him. Yeah. But they they didn't know he was already editor yeah. of Marvel. So. In order to have, for him to keep writing, he just kept writing under Akira Yoshida. Yeah. So he needed a pseudonym. He just so happened to pick a Japanese name. Right. It's also important to specify, I hope it's in this article, I think it is, that he lived in Japan for a really long time and he speaks yes. fluent Japanese. He was... Um, he's an avid, you know... Right. Fan of Japanese culture. Well, no, he wasn't living in Japan. He was living in Shanghai, which is China. China. Oh, that's very different. He was the VP of Marvel Brand Management and Development in Asia. So wait, I said he speaks Japanese. That must not be true either, though. I guess not. Unless he does. Maybe I, I know, know just following him on Twitter. Yeah, talks a lot about eating ramen. Okay, well, <laughs> there's a difference between being a fan of something and being a an active part of, of the, the culture. culture. I'm a fan of Mexican food. I'm not gonna go write, you know. A book about Blue Beetle and talk about how great, you know, being Mexican is. Another thing is he's given interviews as a Yoshida. Yes. He he kept this going a long time. Uh, comic book resources has a thing where like they try to debunk um, comic book myths and urban legends, and they were looking into the Akira Yoshida thing back in like 2005, and they said, "Oh no, he's an actual person. We interviewed him." Yeah. The, uh, according to this, it says uh, Yoshida, this yeah. fake person. I gotta sneeze. <coughs> Bless you. Thank you. Also gave interviews as early as 2005 about his work life, or his work and life, describing how he'd supposedly grown up in Japan reading manga and how he learned, he first learned English from the American comic books that his businessman father would bring home from his trips. Also, this article does say Sobleski lived in Japan in the past and is okay. a self identified fan of Japanese culture. And then that doesn't at all make it appropriate for him to represent himself as Japanese writer whose voice would be regarded with a higher degree of respect for its authenticity when writing about Japanese culture and characters. I think now I, I think it's very bizarre yeah. that he, that he decided to use a Japanese pseudonym. Yeah. And then he took it as far as to give fake interviews. That's very bizarre. However, this article paints him as a racist, and yeah. I think that's very unfair. Yeah, I don't. Th I don't think 
uh, he's a racist. I just think he's kind of an idiot. It's, yeah, those are two very different. Things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, he it, it was. I mean, I wouldn't even go as far as say he's an idiot. I just think it's like. No, no, he's he's an idiot. Like, because like using a pen name is not uncommon. Stan Lee is a pen name. To go as far as to like do a fake interview, yeah. I, I think that's to like that's, that. That's, that's where it kind of like crossed the line to perpetuate this lie, just so that he can write books. I I I think there's nothing wrong with using a pseudonym to write. No, books. not at all. But the fact that he used a pseudonym so he can write. You know, to bypass, to use a loophole in his contract so he can write and so he can edit his own books. And Marvel's you know. claiming that they had nothing to do with this. However, how did they pay him? Exactly. Yeah. Like, Marvel had to have known. But that's what, like, like, I don't think there's anything wrong with using that loophole. I really don't. Because there is, if. I think it's dumb that he had to no, do it, there, but I don't think it's there his fault, is, really. If he, because like I, I think as an editor, they they have some say in like who writes the books. Mm -hmm. So like he, so CB Sobleski can say, oh, let's get Akira Yoshida to write this book. <laughs> well, there has to be fail safes in place. Marvel has to be like you. You can't choose that you write the book. Well, yeah, everybody exactly, else has to exactly. Choose that. That's why that that stipulation was in place. But if he took this so this fallacy so far. That like people believed that Kiryoshita was a person, yeah, and he had Marvel fooled, you know. Well, that's the thing. He didn't. Have, I don't think he did have Marvel. Fooled. I, I'm sure he had enough people fooled that like this. Well, there were people. There's also did. people at Marvel saying, "Yeah, he's a guy I've seen him walking around. Exactly. We hang out yeah. all the time." So Marvel knew. Marvel knew that there was a person called Kiryoshita, not necessarily that it was CB Sobleski. How did they said that they've seen him before? Yeah, they saw his translator. Walking around. Wait, wait, like, wait, yeah. wait, wait. That yeah. I didn't know. Yeah. That I didn't. That's yeah, different. No, there was a, there was an actual person walking around pretending to be a curious. Right, that changes a lot. Yeah, I thought Marvel was in on this. I no, thought Marvel no, was Marvel like, was you got to do no. it this way. That changes a lot. Then. Yeah. Also, there's this post right here. Uh, the article says now looking back, his. His his comics look uh, really like uh, you know racist or whatever, and uh, this tweet says every single Akira Yoshida comic was a barrage of ninja and samurai stuff, where every character was obsessed with honor. From what I could tell, honor means anything from a baking to murder. And then it's this post, and this girl is very like uh, anime looking. Yeah, and a lot of the comments are commenting on how anime looking she is and how that's racist. Yeah. He didn't draw it. Yeah, no, he didn't draw it. And this doesn't even look like anything. It says, Logan, no, she is my sister. Allow me the honor of ending her life. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. It, it, I guess it, I, I see what they're saying because now like, it sounds weird coming from a white guy because that just looks like he's cherry picking like all the cool parts. But, whereas, some, whereas somebody who's like actually from the culture would probably like word it differently. Yeah. I think he has some credit though because he lived there for, for presumably a while. Yeah, the my problem now is that he had a guy pretend to be yeah. <laughs> that. That's a that's kind of a big deal that he was fooling his employer. I thought it was a loophole that he just ha it was just a bureaucratic loophole he had to go through. Yeah, no, there was there was a loophole, but he took it so far. <laughs>
$2 super chat from LKM Cherokee. Thoughts on Oz Effect and Lonely Place of Living? Uh, I didn't read Oz Effect yet, but I read Lonely Place of Living, and it is really good. Good. Uh, that is where Tim Drake finally comes back to the DC Universe after being stuck in Mr. Oz's uh, prison. It was very good. There's a lot of people in the chat arguing whether or not Japanese is a race. And they're saying uh, Ugly Puppy says Asian is a race. Japanese is a nationality. Mm. I guess if white is a race, then Asian is a, is a, is a race. I guess. I don't and, know. And like, like Italian isn't a race. That's a nationality. Yeah. So he's right. He's got, he's got, he, he's but got a point there. You could still be racist against a nationality. Yes. Racist does not necessarily mean race. But I don't think that's the problem here. Yeah, that's not the problem. He's the just, problem. he's like, you well, said, I'll, I'll, I'll back you up. He is an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> I agree with you now that he is an idiot. I will say this because, like, you know, there aren't many, like, Japanese or Asian voices in comics. There, there are more now than there were. Like when Akira, Akira Yoshida was uh, around, but you know the fact that this white guy pretending to be an Asian man uh, writing books that like took that like basically takes away jobs from like actual Asian writers that could have put like an actual voice. To but the there shouldn't be a quota. You no, know, I'm not like no, it I'm shouldn't not, be no, like, no, no, oh, no. we got an Asian already. Let's not get no, another. No, I'm Asian. not saying like this like he's fulfilling a quota or anything right. or anything like that. I'm just saying you know somebody who could have filled that role better who also happened to be an actual asian person you know lost their out on that well, that's the thing if they could if he could fill in. the role better that he should get the job then fire this guy <laughs> look because like look i'm not saying like oh like i can't do the job because like brian michael bendis did wrote a lot of like really good right, right, american right. characters but i'm saying like there's there's the asian asian writing voices are not as prevalent as others in comics so here you had a chance to bring someone in who could have done that and instead give it to the white man <laughs> right that's what I, I'm, that's what i'm getting at i understand but if 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 you don't see color you don't see race then what's and what's the problem then you're then? still a racist because you're neglecting to acknowledge the previous histories and troubleships of that race there you there go. There you go. You you can never not be racist. <laughs> you you can't win. <laughs> you can never ever win. So I think the only problem here is is that he's an idiot for uh perpetuating the lie. And now it's a big problem because he's the current editor in chief of Marvel, meaning he oversees all the comics. He's right. he's now coming in after uh Axel Alonso, who has been their editor in chief for a really long time and who is you know at the head of like a lot of the controversies that Marvel had encountered over the years like with uh captain america being a fascist and all the changes to their comics and uh some things he said about the hip-hop variant covers that came out a few years ago um yeah so this was like seen as a fresh start a new change for marvel and now it just sees you know wasn't he an art uh didn't he try to recruit artists but that's why i followed him like a long time maybe ago. that was his like gig but no, I always saw him going to Japan eating ramen and stuff. I think he has like a food YouTube channel. Probably. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, well. So that's that. Get whatever opinion you want out of it. Yeah. My I opinion is that he's just stupid for I, doing I it. I see but. a lot of people already like call him, like basically call me an SJW without calling me an SJW. Like that's. No, it's just, it's, it's I, don't, I don't think that's what they're saying. I think they're just saying that, uh, 
Another white it, guy it was, getting offended by other people. <laughs> no, you. It was when you were when you were talking about um, uh, not seeing color. Oh, which was a, an anecdote. Yeah. Because <laughs> you know you can't. Again, you can't win. You can't. That <laughs> you can't I, win. I hope if you take away anything, it's just that you can't, you can't win. win. <laughs> also, don't don't. You, listen, my takeaway: pretend to be Japanese all you want. Don't hire a Japanese guy to pretend to be you. Yeah. Don't hire a Japanese guy to pretend to be that Japanese guy. Yeah. That is where you cross the line. My whole takeaway is: if if you want to write comics, don't be an editor. Be a writer. <laughs> Thongmaster with the, the the best comments says: Will and Bob are my favorite Asian YouTubers. <laughs> Thongmaster also said I'm his favorite black YouTuber. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I not your favorite black YouTuber? All right, that's all I have. Do you have anything? Yeah, no, that's all. That's all I got. All right, guys. Well, this is when you talk to us in the chat. And yeah, uh, leave your comments in the chat and we will get to it. Um, or you can leave, if you left a comment on last week's Wolfden Live, we will answer it um, as soon as I close out. Or all the these hashtag Wolfden Live, yes. which you should have been doing. Oh, I think it's too late. What? And I didn't mention it, but last week we had a uh, uh, giveaway mm -hmm. that I wanted to do for the 100th episode. Yes. Which uh, I'm not going to do now. I'm going to do it after, and I guess we'll announce the winners later because I want to make sure that they actually want it, the people who I pick. Um, so the link is in the description. I think it's over now. I think I think the link is, I think it's done. Let me see. I think I set it to end at 10 o'clock. Oh, it says 27 days left. All right, so the link still works. All right, there you go. Maybe we should do it next week. All right, we'll do, do it next, next week. week. Yeah, do it next week. 101. I, I'll pick the winner next week. I'll pick the winner in a few... Like, I'll pick the winner before next week. And then I'll announce it on Wolf Den Live. So, uh, you still have a couple days to, to do this contest. Yeah. Uh... Frank Allen from last week's Wolf Den Live. Nobody gives a crap about DC Comics anymore. The whole roster is boring as hell. And by the way, OG Star Wars was junk, and I saw it in theaters in the 70s. Um, OG Star Wars was junk? Yep. He said? That's what he said. And he saw it in the 70s? He saw it in the 70s. First of all, you were 100 years old. Yeah. Second of all, you are an idiot. Yeah. You are, you are a bad person. And... Yeah. And that's the end of that. That's the end of that. Uh, King Manahai. What is this? What is he showing me? Oh, he bought a bunch of Dark Victory comics and he's showing us. Nah, oh, yeah. He's something before. Good stuff. Man. And he said, I got it, brother. And they said, imagine Hulk Hogan voice. Yeah. And then I sent him a gift of Hulk Hogan playing guitar. Augustin Soto said, uh, using the hashtag Wolf Den Live, happy 100th episode of Wolf Den Live, guys. Especially... To the most faithful member of every stream, the wolf plant. Oh. 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 Oh, no. It just grew really big. Yeah, for some it's reason. It's huge right now. Yeah. Oh. Uh, we got to trim it by the next yeah. time. Yeah. Uh, everyone get hyped by Infinity War and Wormface Thanos. Wormface. I guess because he's not wearing his hat. He just looks really weird. <laughs> God, everybody's really on this not yeah, having a hat is. thing. He's not wearing his hat. Like, you can see his arms. He's just like, he's wearing a muscle shirt walking around. <laughs> A vile tough. If you don't vacuum clean 100 sleeves of double stuff Oreos on stream, I'm going 
to develop a hernia. <laughs> I guess he means like like eat them so fast. You know, I was looking for new Oreos for to celebrate the hundredth episode, and nothing. Birthday cake for the one hundred first episode. <laughs> titanium brains hashtag wolf live bob's newest video wasn't in his toad voice dislike people people uh, that watch my sunday streams yeah uh they there's some there's some uh there's there's a lot of uh there's there's a lot of back and forth yeah about my toad voice people don't know how if my toad voice is is a good toad voice or not okay i think it is incredible my toad voice i think it's pretty good i have a i have a damn good toad yeah. voice and you can hear that on sunday at 8 p.m eastern time every sunday uh peach using the hashtag wolf tonight this is the last one using hashtag wolf tonight right. have you guys played the animal crossing game no i downloaded it that's as far as i got yeah i haven't even downloaded it so uh but i am going to play it i got there apparently there's a sonic forces endless runner on ios and isn't it the same as sonic Dash. dash no sonic dash is better Ooh, that's <laughs> that's unfortunate yeah how did that happen um, because they're still trying to do the team mechanic thing in it was just weird and it, it's, it's not as smooth it's like kind of buggy okay. so i forgot the tweet of the week so i have to find right. something i retweeted all right <laughs> sorry i'm gonna read some last questions uh kale ortega do you mean like how rocket league crates are okay because they're cosmetic and unneeded while these loot boxes are paid to win. Um, yeah, I think that's what we were trying to say, right? If a loot box is cosmetic, that's okay because it doesn't affect anything. Yes. Yeah. Oh, this one's the best. This is from last night. All right. We got the tweet of the week. Tweet of the week. Tweet of the week. Oh, uh, I got to show it on screen. Hold on one second. Desktop. Go. There it is. Uh, this is from Omar Najam. My son was so cute today. He asked me, Dad, are clouds candy? I told him they were water. Then he asked, Dad, what's Earth's defense system? And then I remembered I don't have a son. And he asked again, his eyes now obsidian black, what is Earth's defense system, Father? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a good one. So if you ever want to know what the next week's Tweet of the Week is going to be, just go to my Twitter and look at what I retweeted. Yeah. Because <laughs> that is what that is what the tweet of the week's gonna uh, be. Thomas Lee, Magic the Gathering has been paid to win for 20 years. The video game market is starting to learn from some board game uh, mechanisms and microtransactions slash loot boxes are evidence. It's the financial structure uh, that Magic the Gathering is built on. It's kind of fun to see uh, the freak out when to to board gamers it's nothing new, lol. I don't play Magic the Gathering, so don't like it. Don't play it. Winky face emoji. He's got a point. I didn't even think of that. What? The Magic the Gathering is basically uh, pay to win filled with microtransactions. Because you're buying blind bags mm -hmm. to try and get the cards you need. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, he's right. Yeah. But, you know, we don't want that garbage in video yeah, games. Yeah, keep that stuff out of our gall darn video games. But I mean, like, yeah, I guess you're only buying a piece. You can't bu literally buy everything. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. Unless you buy, like, you find the card you're looking for and you buy that for $100. That's true. You could do that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you could. Uh, yeah. There, there, You can absolutely pay to win uh, yeah. Magic the Gathering. Common Boy said, 
Hey, Bob and Will, I've been hearing that there's potentially a Zelda game in development for the 3DS, either a remake or a new game. If it's a remake, I wonder which title you both uh, you both would pick to be remade. Uh, you're asking the wrong crowd. Yeah. I say it should be Zelda 2, as it tends to be among the least liked of the Zelda franchise, and have having played it, it could do with some balancing of the difficulty. So he's not wrong, because Zelda 2 is not good right <laughs> and it's like very bizarre so if they like were to like redo it and tweak it kind of like what they did with uh metroid 2 mm -hmm. very recently like they cleaned it up and made it a better game with samus returns yeah, I can see them do something like that. oh uh that's uh that's twitch. twitch sponsor yeah. thank you to uh where are my alerts here uh, pook master slim thank you for <laughs> thank the you. sub on twitch uh, that still also lets you type on screen. Where, where was I? Oh, uh, uh, the CDI Zelda game. That is what I want to <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that that could uh, that could help. I honestly don't think they should remake any Zelda games. I'm done. I I don't think Nintendo mainline games need to be remade. I, I stand mean, by that. Spe specifically, Mario games don't need to be remade. Do you consider uh? Ocarina of Time 3D and like Majora's Mask 3D and Wind Waker HD like remakes or just those are remasters right? yeah the 3DS uh, Zelda was like nothing different yeah it's like barely better looking yeah you know so like is that I don't a... count that at all okay. I just think that's a re-release it's the yeah. same thing with the three with the 3DS uh, Mario 64 yeah that doesn't really count you know Wind Waker HD yeah, it's, even that's barely different. Yeah. You know? Like, that's that's what I mean. Like, look at Resident Evil when they re-released Resident Evil. Oh, yeah. Those were big deals, and those were much better for it. Yeah. Same thing with Metal Gear when they re when they made Twin Snakes. Yeah. That was much better. Uh, they can't do that with Nintendo, I don't think. I right. I think they're already great as they are. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, two more. Flaming Blue Skull. Wonder Woman is overrated. The best female superhero is the Powerpuff Girls. Also... Created uh, and directed by a man. Oh well, that last part you didn't have to throw in. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, no, Wonder Woman was created by a man. That's true. Yeah, uh, the Powerpuff Girls are some of the greatest female superheroes. I will agree with you. Yeah, he's, he's not wrong. Except the new cartoon I heard is trash. Oh, that's last one from last week: iOS Pixel Sports Games. Dot dot dot. They build their main online features around these models. EA has the license to many sports worldwide. And they exploit it. This has been going on for ages, and I'm happy Star Wars brought it to light. Uh, I'm happy you brought it to our attention because we've never played a sports game in our lives. Well, for years, sports games, the way they've handled it was they would release the same game every year with the roster update. That's true. They wouldn't. It's not necessarily that they would like you know nickel and dime you. Well, now they are. Like I don't think I think sports games have their own unique problem. Well, not yeah. unique, but they have their own major problems, and a lot of it doesn't get vocalized because the people who play them aren't like hardcore gamers. The right. people who play those sports games, like who come back every year and buy Madden, those people are the same people who come back every year and buy Call of Duty, and that's yeah. all they play. I will say, because like now NBA 2K like has microtransactions in it, like you buy coins to unlock things. Yeah. Uh, and those people, they're just going to be like, oh, this is how it is now, that sucks. Mm -hmm. And then that's it. That's, that's, the end of, that's the end of their complaint. All right, we're in the chat now. We're in the chat. 
Mr. Brockrock, you guys think that the push to move all of these one to five dollar Steam games to Switch eShop for ten to fifteen dollars will lead to an overflowing of the eShop with games getting lost in the shuffle. Uh, needs curation. I've always been of the mind that they should just open up the floodgates, but uh, the curation needs to be done on the uh, homepage of the Switch eShop. Like yes. Like it should, it should be very difficult to find these garbage games because a lot of them are garbage. Like, like my problem isn't really Steam; it's the mobile games that they're porting over to, to right. the Switch eShop. A lot of those games are trash, and I also don't like how they're being reported on. Like, like in uh, Implosion, that game, yeah, that was that got ported over to I to to Switch. That game is like okay on the phone, and that's only because it's the only game like it on the phone. Right, uh, Oceanhorn. It got decent reviews on the Switch. That's a garbage game on the Switch. It's mm -hmm. an okay game on the phone because it's the only game like it on the phone. So, I don't like that. I, I don't. I don't. Yeah, there definitely needs to be some sort of like curation because otherwise, it's going to turn out like Steam Greenlight, where it's just a whole bunch of crap and you can't find anything good on there. The app, the iOS app store, was like that for a long time. Yeah. So. Yeah, they, they, they the curation needs to be on. The front end of the of the eShop. Luis says, do you guys believe Cuphead should be on the Switch? 100% yes. Yes. Uh, Have you it? played it? No. It is very good. It is in immensely frustrating. And I, heard I cannot like, play it in the morning anymore. I heard it is hard as hell. It's very good. Yeah. But I first thing you do when you wake up, nah, nope. Yeah, no. I just, uh, Xbox... Twitter account had retweet for a chance to win a custom Cuphead Xbox One S and LP set. No purchase necessary, so I retweeted that. Hopefully, I'll win it. Nice. Very good. Uh, Fred says, so Will doing another best comics 2017 countdown again? Uh, I'm going to do another video. I'm going to... It's not going to be the same as last year. Yeah, didn't last year you do like, like I did, four videos? I did four videos. I'm not going to do that. Yeah, don't do that. Yeah. Uh, Ricky says, can't wait for ukulele, diehard, uh, Banjo-Kazooie fan here. I'm thought, interested to try it. I thought for a second he said diehard Burger King fan. <laughs> and you'd be welcome in this household. Yes. <laughs> Sneak King for life. Yes. Uh, Reno says, you guys think there should be an Animal Crossing on the Switch? Yeah. Yeah, it's coming. Sure. I think, uh... They could, uh, I think that Animal Crossing is the perfect Nintendo IP to put on the phone. Yeah. I'm a little disappointed this isn't a full-fledged Animal Crossing game. Really? They could have just, I don't even think, I don't think it needs to be on the Switch. I think they could just fart it out for the phone. But yeah. I could see the appeal of what they do with like Pokemon, mm -hmm. where you get everybody hooked on the phone yeah. and then you sell them Switches, yeah. you know, which is hopefully Pokemon Switch comes out next year. And that would be absolutely insane for Nintendo. Oh, and then Heck Hugo says, uh, Pokemon 2018 or 2019? 2019. You think so? I think so. For the Switch one? Yep. Uh, well, they usually come out early in the year. Yeah. So, yeah. I think next year we're going to get... It'd be pretty rough to see one come out next year. I think next year we're going to get like some of the lesser Nintendo IPs. Like They'll probably punch out. We'll come back. Maybe we'll get... A, a different Star Fox. Does Pokemon usually skip a year, though? I don't think they ever do. I Don't they do new game, remake, new game, remake? Yeah. Yeah. 
So because this year was the remake. Was oh, well, well, Ultra the, Sun and Ultra Moon. Yeah, yeah. So maybe next year we'll get the last one was Ruby and Sapphire. So whatever the game after that was, when was it black and white? So we'll get like really black and really white, <laughs> super uh, Vanta black, and oh, yeah. uh, and uh, blinding white. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> I was going to make a super racist uh, remark there. And I'll just leave it in silence. I'm looking yeah. at the uh, the a list of Nintendo games released, and there's a lot of garbage in uh, Pokemon games. Oh, yeah. Like, why do I need... Why is Pokemon Shuffle here and nowhere to be seen? Uh, the Oh, that's... Uh, I'm looking at other titles. Where's the main line? Oh, here we go. Uh, so Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon, uh, 2016 was Sun and Moon. 2014 was Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. So they yeah. skipped a year between that and okay. Sun and Moon. Uh, the year before that was X and Y. 2012 was Black Two, White Two, and then 2010 was Black and White. Okay. So they do skip years every once in a while. Okay. So I think you're so right. there's precedent. I think you're right. Okay. 20 2019. Now I'm wondering because they're probably they're definitely gonna need a big game next year. Is that gonna be Metroid? Or they're gonna have something else. Like, will Metroid come out next year, or will that get delayed? It's a very good question. All we know about it is it's an active development. I think they should, if they're not doing Pokemon next year, they should do Metroid next yes. year. They have they have to have something big, and they already mm -hmm. did two major ones this year. Yeah. So uh, Metroid has to be next year, but I mean. Yeah, we haven't seen anything. Yeah. So I don't know. Well, I mean, we're getting Kirby and we're getting Yoshi. Don't forget about those two. Right. But those aren't going to sell like mm -hmm. uh, Pokemon or or Metroid will. And honestly, Metroid Metroid doesn't really sell. No, but Prime, I feel like, will be a big deal. Yeah. If they if they market that right. Uh, I just lost it. Somebody said favorite lightsaber. Luke's uh, Return of the Jedi. And I agree. Uh, AJ says, I think Pokemon is more likely than Metroid. I was thinking Pokemon would be next year, but um, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Because they, they can't release it late. They, they yeah. always release early. Unless they do just release it late. Uh, all right. I don't know if you want to pick like one more or something. Uh, let's see here. This is my last one. Chris says, you guys like bananas? No. Too phallic. I can't yeah, do it. I know, I know. I'll, eat, I'll have it in a smoothie. No, I don't really like bananas. Uh, I ha I saw one. And I just oh, well, while you look for that, I will tell you all. Uh, somebody yes. said in the chat, uh, how do I know if I entered the drawing? Uh, that, just try to enter again. If it doesn't let you, then you entered already. Uh, guys, in the chat, in the description of this video, uh, there's a link to a giveaway. We are giving away three $100 uh, eShop cards. To commemorate our 100th episode. Mm -hmm. uh, I was going to do, give it away on, on this stream, but I want to give people a chance who are maybe watching this late to play. Yes. So I will pick a winner probably next Tuesday or early Wednesday, and I'll announce those winners on the live stream. But you will have been contacted already by the live stream. So, uh, Okay. Enderwolf17x says, Bob, do you want a Mario and Rabbids 2? No. Oh, yes. I played Mario plus Rabbids. Yeah, so how how did that go? Exactly as I expected. So your opinion has not changed? Completely unchanged. The only thing that I learned about Mario plus Rabbids mm -hmm. is that there is so much more 
garbage that happens outside of the gameplay. The gameplay is good. Yeah. The gameplay is well. But all this other crap with the rabbits running around, all these cutscenes and dialogues and stuff, yeah. there's a lot of that. And it sucks. It's really bad. But okay. the actual gameplay is good. Okay. I could see why people like it because it was the only thing on the Switch at the time. You know, right. there's no Mario. Yeah. And this was a good thing to, to tide people over. But the rabbits are still stupid. The guns in Mario's hands is still stupid. It's still a stupid game, in my opinion. All but right. the game plays well. There you go. There you go. Thank you guys for joining us. Thank everybody. you for tuning in. Thank you for being here. Thank you for chatting with us. As always, Wolfden Live, after 100 episodes, is still the third or fourth best live gaming podcast on YouTube. So what, what what do you got before that? I don't know. Every, everything else. I don't know any live. I don't know either. On YouTube. Everybody's live yeah. on Twitch. Yeah. But. We, no, go ahead. I was going to say Rooster Teeth goes. Oh, no, they don't. They go live on their own thing. Yeah. Never mind. Yeah. No, yeah. we're the best. We're yeah, the best. we're the best. We're the best one. And you can always catch us right here on YouTube.com slash Wolfden every Wednesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern live. Beamed into your computers or phone or whatever you watch this on. Um. Jack yourself in. Yeah. Jack yourself into whatever device you have. And then, uh, yep. Yep. <laughs> we always put the show up again Thursday morning for you to watch an archive version if you missed it or if you just want to watch all of this go down again. Uh, if you prefer to listen to us as an audio podcast, you can do that. We are on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play. If you listen to us there, please be sure to rate us and review us because that helps us with placement on those respective stores. Tommy Rojas asks, any updates on Spotify? Spot Tefty. Uh, no. I was like, it I, takes a long time. It takes a very long I remember, time. I tried to get songs on there once and it took it a really like, long time. It was like, it is radio silent. Like, like months. Yeah. Like a long time. So it's going to be a while at least. Yeah. We're like, we're trying, but um, believe me, the second we know, you'll know. Don't forget, sponsors of our YouTube gaming. We'll be able to write on screen now from now on. Uh, I'm going to play with the layout, but it'll still be mm -hmm. there. Same thing will happen on our YouTube gaming streams, which I stream every Sunday at 9 p.m. Eastern time. We also stream on Twitch every time we post a video. So that is Tuesdays, 10 a.m. Wednesdays, 10 a.m. Saturdays, 10 a.m. And we post the backlog on Saturdays. We yes. got a weird schedule. I'll post it in our top banner one of these days. Yeah. Um, right now, I will go over to twitch.tv slash bobwolf where I will draw the thumbnail. However, it is going to take me a little bit because uh, we need to set things up down there. Because, yeah. uh, I mean, we need to rearrange some things in our yes. basement because we had some re remodeling done. That, you know, as you can say. Yeah. Well, uh, so uh, thank you guys for hanging out. And, uh, oh, yeah. This is my sweater. It was blocked by my <laughs> computer. Just my, just my socks Thank you guys for hanging out. See you later. Ooh. Okay. Goodbye. Bye. Oh wait, I don't even have my. I'm not even ready to say goodbye. Oh. Okay. No, I'm saying goodbye. Goodbye. Bye.